It's Monday. It's morning. It's macabre. And listeners, I figured out how to use my mic. <laughs> Scones has figured out that the last couple episodes he's been talking into the wrong end of his microphone. <laughs> so hopefully... I love the, the way you put that. It sounds like I had like a normal stage mic and I was talking the bottom of it. Yeah, <laughs> you're talking... Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't understand what's going on. I'm talking directly into the cable. <laughs> uh, he So hopefully our audio, while remote, is still... You know, it's it's hopefully better this yeah. episode. Hopefully by a decent margin. Dude, microphones for a technology that's pretty old, I have no idea how they work. Absolutely <laughs> no idea how they work. Each time you speak into a microphone, it's stealing a part of your voice and hiding it away. Yeah, literally sending it along an electric cable and then spitting it out either somewhere through speakers. It just catches yeah. it. And then you guys just get to hear it for free. Like, if you are out there and you actually know how microphones work, let us know. We'll do a full. We'll do a full length episode where we just be like, "What you're? Th- hold the fuck! The scariest fun. microphones you're of th- all time." <laughs> It'll be like, yeah, top five horrible like microphones. Hitler's microphone. One will be like, I don't know, something scary. What's this, another scary person? Yeah, no, that was they keep go- <laughs> that was a good. I was thinking start of like a Simpsons the- bit where they look at like the most evil cars of all time, and Hitler's car is like one of them, and like <laughs> the car from that Stephen King movie. Oh, uh, Char, Char, not Charlene. Uh, <laughs> it's not Cujo. Oh, I keep almost hell. saying Cujo, but that's a dog. <laughs> yeah, it's it's Cujo. It's just I like how at one point Stephen King was just take, looking around his house and being like, "That's evil." <laughs> yeah. My car, my dog, my dog, my car. <laughs> it was foggy outside. <laughs> He's like, "This just writes itself." <laughs> Today, Scones is going to be delivering us from evil. <laughs> Um, that was actually that works way better than I intended. It yeah, to. we should. That should be the new slogan: Monday morning macabre, delivering you from evil. People will think that we're some kind of Judeo-Christian. A, 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, we'd make a million times more money. I know, right? We should just go all the way right. <laughs> yeah, let's become just a Christian slash. If we Catholic just became like the Infowars podcast, you know how much fucking money we'd make. That's true. I think if we just say amen at the end, we can just say it's Christian. <laughs> just be like, and have a good Monday. Amen. <laughs> and then money, 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 money. Scones is going to be delivering us from evil today. And uh, Yes. I have a very macabre subject. Real dark. He warned me it was real dark beforehand. So we'll see uh, what happens. And hopefully, uh, hopefully this gets put out and is not like... Um, that got you know if you're listening it's good you're here for dark stuff say, it's gonna be dark stuff. It it'll far, be if you're hearing this <laughs> we'll try to make uh we'll, we'll try to be tasteful about it i guess because obviously so, we do joke and some stuff is right. like so dark or sensitive that even if we're not joking or directly making fun of it it can come off as insensitive but also we joke about in the middle of dark stuff all the time and it's never intended to like make fun of or make less of these things. It's usually poking fun at some kind of weird detail like robot That's grandmas true. or something <laughs> or like samurai swords in the ceiling. Enough preamble. We're going to be talking about human experimentation. Love it. Going to go over three. Well, one's definitely commonly known, I would say, and two not so okay. commonly known human experiments.
human experiments. Now, the, I would have to assume that these are probably not present day stuff. They would have to be like, I feel like human experiments by at this point in history are like just just not allowed or at least at the macabre level like they'll do like experiments being like let's see if we can make this uh like kid buy like eat more ice cream if we get i don't know i would hope so but i could also see like a lot of like if someone was like oh yeah the chinese were like current uh regime was experimenting on like the muslim people they have in camps or like north There's korea like north korean yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. If I was told today that an authoritarian regime was doing experiments, I'd be like, yeah, pretty well, probably. Yeah, that seems, that seems par for the course. I guess I was thinking strictly America. Yeah, no, this is, um, these are all 20th century, which is, looks to be the century of human experimentation. True. That's Not what, a lot yeah. before or after. <laughs> if you think about it, like I can't even think. Yeah, of we were just reaching the, like the point in science where it was like, well, no, I mean, I think they probably were doing a bunch of real fucked up shit back in like 1836 or some shit. But anyway, let's get yeah, talk talk to me about human experiments. So our first experiment is probably one that most people have heard about, and that's the Stanford Prison Experiment. Nice. I like the Stanford Prison Experiment a lot. I find it very interesting. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, it's pretty commonly like if you've taken any kind of psych class or something in school at any point this will usually come up so it started at stanford university in california in the usa and basically the office of naval research uh, so the navy essentially wanted to fund a study to look at how prison inmates and prison guards interacted with one another and how the different relationships and situations that you can see in this environment can take place even in like a a study a fake study right yeah 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 so they go to psychology professor philip zombardo and he's like oh i'll do it so he Philly takes, z dude yeah so yeah i'll so, do a keg stand whatever he's like shit I'll you kidding me it. if you let me into the navy <laughs> <laughs> bro, I know freshman, bro. And the the guys like, no, we just really yeah, need we just to do no, this. we just have a like an idea. He's we like, fuck, let's shoot. do it. So he <laughs> takes the whole basement of the psych building and turns it into a mock prison, and then he puts up flyers around campus where college volunteers. So students volunteered. I think all the students were kind of from middle class. Um, I believe they were all white males. So I don't know all if the that students was... were from a nearby penitentiary. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if it was intentional to make them all of the same race and gender or if it was just like that's Stanford at the time. I could see why they white dudes. Well, I can see why they make it that. So that way any kind of like animosity or like whatever happened wasn't oh, yeah, racially charged or sure. Sure. You know, it, it's based on kind of the power dynamic that they're looking at here. Right. And so essentially, like it starts off, there's 24 applicants. Okay. There are 12 people of the applicants who are set up to be prisoners. And then 12 are the role of prison guards. Now, the prison guards took eight hour shifts. And so they were, the time that they were actually guarding, they were outnumbered by the prisoners. And basically, the whole thing starts to go to shit in that Zimbardo plays the role of the warden. Right. And 
the prison guards, the people like already like they jump in it like after a day. So this was supposed to be a two week like a period. <laughs> after a day, they start using like psychological stuff to try and like mess with the prisoners to keep them in line because they were told that the only object they needed to get paid at the end of the study was to keep the prisoners in line at all times. Oh shoot! Right there, oh, I didn't realize like, there was a monetary like thing at the end. That that changes a lot of what the experiment is. Yeah. Eventually, the prisoners started like barricading their doors. Like the cells with their uh, with their beds, and the guards responded by like spraying them down with uh, fire extinguishers, and then they would set a, like set the people who organized these quote unquote riots into solitary confinement, and they would reward the prisoners who didn't do this. So like they turned the prisoners against each other, and it got violent, and it was like insane. Yeah. And so after 35 hours, one prisoner began to even act crazy, like lose his mind. He would scream, <laughs> go into a rage, and he was just like needed to get out of there. And it actually was like hours before like the psychologists were like, wait, he's not putting on some kind of act or something like we need to get him out of this. Oh, they, right yeah. They, they weren't sure if he was just like being a uh, what's the word? A ham. Yeah, they were like, he might just be joshing. And he's like, no, he's losing his actual goddamn mind. Yeah. And the guards began to exhibit like actual what they quote unquote genuine sadistic tendencies. Jesus towards Christ, the dude. It's just because they were given like this little bit of fictional power, which is horrifying. <laughs> the, the guards did things like they wouldn't let prisoners use toilets. They'd only let them defecate in a bucket in the in their cells. What the fuck? That's so... Did they recruit just 24 of the most insane people? Like, <laughs> Dude, I, can't, I don't know. I would love to do the experiment myself because I would truly be interested to see what happens. Like, is this just a instance of we just got 20, like 12 bad apples as guards and like... I or don't. is it truly that compelling of an experiment that like you're like, yeah, I'm going to make you shit in a bucket now because... I, I mean, can do that for some reason. They went to like dehumanizing the prisoner students like pretty fast. They'd make them like they'd do like almost like a roll call and they'd make the prisoners say their numbers instead of their names. Just just classic Nazi shit. Pretty much. The the whole thing nice. would be called off after only six days. This all occurred in six days. That's insane. <laughs> six, like, not even a week. That genuinely seems like a sitcom where they're like, all right, and they leave and then come back like 12 hours later and the whole thing went to shit. Like, <laughs> like people are like upside down shitting in buckets, like screaming at people. Yeah, like the furniture's bolted to the ceiling. Like, like what, it, dude, <laughs> I took a nap. What happened? Like, <laughs> Honestly, imagine like the guards that came like at the end of the shift who like came yeah, in and were like, <laughs> what? Night shifts here. What the fuck is this? <laughs> So yeah, Jesus. pretty much they'd have to cut the whole thing short. They really even didn't even get like good info out of it because they, they can't repeat this study because it obviously is unethical, but yeah. it does illustrate obviously as an isolated incidence, a cognitive dissonance theory and that's strongly associated with giving people power over other people. I would want, I would want to know if the, un, like the laws for, like that keep this from being retested were created after the fact or were they in place and then were disregarded that's the thing i'm not even sure if i don't know strictly laws or if it's that just like one would like morality what university would tarnish yeah that's true because like they're not like 
they don't have any they're they stand for yeah. prison experiment like <laughs> we're looking for 12 prisoners and 12 guards out of the monday morning macabre audience <laughs> to come on down <laughs> to the monday morning macabre prison experiment we're stuck uh, in these cells at <laughs> yeah, we, they've, they've been, we've been doing this for weeks now at sling and dingers headquarters and we've been pretty chill about it. So I don't know what their problem was. I'm MMM002. Darcy is MMM001. <laughs> so if you guys want to be MMM0022 through or 3 through 22, come on down. Um, give, us, give it a like and subscribe and you'll be joining us in the cells. A strong response also to this was looking at. So this is like six days of fake people. Imagine an actual institution. Imagine a day of real ones. <laughs> Literally, though, like actual jails. Where, like they've been there for years. Yeah, that's true. Like, I mean, can you imagine how that's that situation days. where they don't even know that someone's going to come in to stop it? Like they, right? Like a guard thinks that any of these guys could kill them at any point. Like the prisoners know, like a guard could kill me at any point. Like you could have a uh, Jeffrey Epstein oopsie whoopsie uh, yeah, and oopsie whoopsie in your celly welly. Pretty scary, but also like the most famous one. And I was going to say cla- a classic, to be sure. I would say like it's the rest of those college kids before graduation when they see each other at parties and stuff <laughs> must be so awkward. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but <laughs> what was that, Johnny? Hey, you were the prisoner I beat up? Come over here. Let's, <laughs> let's Yo, I made you shit in the bucket, bro. <laughs> <laughs> now hit this fucking pong, bro. Now that's like a skit, like the post, yeah. like yeah. the <laughs> year after the Stanford prison experiment. Yeah. <laughs> Just <The> wicked <laughs> awkward. So that's obviously horrible, shows a scary part of human nature, but probably a more tame of the three <laughs> human experiments yeah. we're talking about. No one's dead, so I think that's probably a good starting point. I have a feeling like based off of human experiments in of that i know of there are there are there are deaths involved as we get yes. further down the so macabre this next one doesn't have any deaths but it is unfortunately hey. i would say darker because the subjects did not sign up for it this oh. one is called oh. the monster study the monster study i fucking love monster bro <laughs> <laughs> um so good <laughs> four guys in the back of a pickup had to chug monster <laughs> <laughs> one had to wear white sunglasses. The other one had a dirt. No, um, so. <laughs> one had Cool Ranch Doritos. The other three had normal nacho cheese. <laughs> they beat the shit out of him. <laughs> so the monster study was showed to me, or uh, I got the lead from a listener, uh, author Ryan Ooh. Benson. Oh, oh. He sent me the monster study, told me to check it out. I checked it out, and I was like, wow, that is macabre. So we're bringing it to your ears, <laughs> thanks to... Ryan Benson. Thanks for Ryan Benson. Who's an author. Check out his stuff. So anyway, the monster study was a stuttering experiment performed oh? on 22 orphan children in what Davenport, Iowa in 1939. Okay. So Go on. I've never heard of this, but you've got you've got my attention. I assume you've heard of or met someone with a stutter? Yes. Common my uh, sleep paralysis demon. Yes. So a common Speech deficit and 22 orphan children in Deadpool, Iowa, were involuntarily experimented on by Wendell Johnson from the University of Iowa. He was a. Wait, sorry. Did they all have stutters? 
We'll get to that. So, oh baby, <laughs> uh, Wendell Johnson and his graduate student Mary Tudor conducted the experiment. Half of the children received positive speech therapy, praising the fluency of their speech, and the other half got negative speech therapy, belittling the children and like shitting on them for their speech imperfections. Well, I mean, if they had imperfections, <laughs> as a, as a father, so a sen- <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's the perspective <laughs> one Immortal yeah. needs. <laughs> yep. So basically, 22 subjects are selected from the Veterans Orphanage in Iowa. None of them were told what was happening, and they all believed they were just getting regular speech therapy, which is so fucked up. I was, yeah, that's super fucked up. Like, not uh, that, and definitely not legal. So basically, the aim of the study was to see if you could induce stuttering in a child without a stutter... And to see whether or not if you told a stuttering student that they didn't have a stutter, if it would change anything. Why didn't they just start and stop there? Why do they need to do the shitty part? Like, well, it's like, hey, if we just tell them that it's great and it fixes it, awesome. Why do we have to have the, like, we're going to scare the shit out of these kids until they start not talking, right? Like, I don't know. It's experimental design, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> okay, keep going. So basically 10 of them were students with stutters of varying degrees and the remaining 12 children were chosen at random from the population of normally fluent orphans. So there was two main group or four groups, I should say. I say two because it's kind of weird the way they number them. So there's four groups. There's group 1A and group 1B. 1A was going to be told that their speech was fine, even though they had a stutter. Group 1B would be told their speech is as bad as people say it is. And they also have a stutter. So the group ones have the stutter. Group two does not have a stutter. Group 2A, they told that their speech was not normal at all and that they were beginning to stutter and that they needed to do something about it. Group 2B, they were giving compliments on how nice their speech was. So basically... actually. Where J.K. Rowling got her inspiration for the four houses at Hogwarts. <laughs> Fun fact. Uh, Slytherins, hard to say with a stutter. That's, so that group was group 2A? <laughs> or 2A, yep. <laughs> you guys can figure out the rest. So the experimental period lasted from January to May of 1939. So this is a long study. Yikes. That these kids have to endure. It consisted of Tudor driving to Davenport every few weeks and basically giving the students or talking to them, which is essentially a treatment in this experimental case. Right. She had like an agreed upon script. So basically each kid that she talked to, it was the same thing. And a controlled variable, my dear boy. Yes. The non stuttering youngsters in two a, who were told that they sucked and that they had stutters. Uh, <laughs> basically they responded immediately. And after her second session, these kids basically like didn't even talk like they were so damaged and like Jesus that like they would shut in from the world. That is so fucked up. They also found that every single student in the program, like all of their classes like suffered all their schoolwork. It says fell off. Yikes. One of the kids refused to even talk in his class. Another kid was seen as anxiously correcting himself all the time. So basically he would say something oh and then he'd be God, like, oh, so uh, and like see yeah, if he yeah, even yeah. just said the same thing. Like if he said what he mean to say, which is pretty 
Horrible. That's uh, yeah, that's really fucked up. I feel really so, bad. <laughs> yeah, a lot of these normal speaking orphan children who received negative therapy in the experiment suffered negative psychological effects, and some of them would even retain a either just anxiety to speak or a stutter for the rest of their lives. Yeah, thanks, Wendell. You dick. Obviously, had lots of criticism when it got out that this was happening. Not just the fact that it's inhumane, but two that the findings and the setup were flawed and that it really didn't tell them anything. It was just like, if you're a dick, <laughs> say, if you put down a kid, he's going to feel anxiety about talking. Yeah. That makes like, yeah, exactly. It really was good like, sp- experiment. It has dude, nothing like, to sick. do with a stutter. It more just showed yeah, right. like if you're really mean to kids, um, especially <laughs> so orphans up. who have almost no support group, like yeah, they're going to be horrified of society and anything that you make them feel bad about. Yeah. Jesus Christ. How could they not have thought that part through? <laughs> like, Yeah. And it was even like further criticized after like human experiments conducted by Nazis during World War II were exposed because it got kind of compared to those as the Nuremberg trials were happening. And I believe that some of those kids are actually suing the University of Iowa like nice. actively. Wait, I thought you said this was in like 1938. 1939. Yeah, they sued him in uh, 2001. Oh. Many of the orphans testified that they were harmed by the monster study, but outside of Mary Tudor, who testified in deposition on November 19, 2002, she's the grad student, mind you, there were no actual eyewitnesses to these events. The advanced age (laughs) of the three surviving former orphans helped expedite a settlement with the state. The Iowa Attorney General Office said in a press release that the settlement of $925,000 was fair and appropriate, although the state refused to accept liability for any potential harm caused to the orphans. That's so stupid. So, essentially, they kind of, I don't want to say waited too late, but the fact that this lawsuit happened so late meant that there weren't really any surviving witnesses. Yeah. But they did get some kind of money. I'm sure it wasn't really worth it for the lifetime of... (laughs) Of anxiety, yeah, yeah. Shit that they had to go through. That's the dumbest study I've ever heard of, and that sucks. Yep. Just just depressing. Luckily today, the American Speech Language Hearing Association prohibits the experimentation of children when there exists a significant chance of causing lasting harmful consequences. Oh, that's look at that. Some fucking forethought. I would also bet that it is illegal to form any kind of experiment with kids who don't have guardians that can speak. Yeah, I was going to say parental consent. The fucking with orphans seems... I w- that was going to be my other point was like, you had to go straight to the most disenfranchised. You couldn't have at least started with like, you know, I don't know. The, some that's why I feel like they like knew <laughs> they were... Yeah, right. They're like, that's when they realize, hey, this study's kind of shitty. Maybe we should uh, just do it on kids who can't tell their parents because yeah. they have none. Exactly. That's how I know so that they're stupid. assholes. Yeah. And like yep. the son of Wendell Johnson, like vehemently, vehemently defended vehemently, him, vehemently defends his father. They say that he did not intend to harm the orphan children and that none of the orphans were diagnosed as stutters at the end of the experiment. And I'm like, <laughs> hey, dickhead, why'd you pick orphans yeah. then? Like, yeah. <laughs> asshole. Oh, boy. Well, <laughs> that's a that's a shitty study. Yep, and we're not we're just getting into the worst of it. Yeah. So this one, I okay. I assume this is this next one's like Vault Two One One or whatever the fuck it's called. You're close. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So Scones 
texted me earlier, uh, like being like, Hey, we're, it's going to get dark. And my mind immediately went to this specific thing. So it's just, just a heads up right now. It's dark. <laughs> so I had never heard of this. So what we're talking about is unit seven, three, one. That's, that's what it is. Now, this is something I would, I've actually like done research into in the past and like have thought about bringing it up, but I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I should. Yeah, I guess, I guess I'm going there. <laughs> so I'm glad that you are. Yeah. So essentially I never learned about this in school. This is a world war two era horrific crime. Oh, I like hope nobody's crime. learning about this in school. That would I be- mean, I learned about, I learned a lot about like Nazi prison camps. Sure, I learned a lot about sure. Auschwitz and the horrible stuff in the European theater. And then a little bit about the rape of Nanking, but I never learned about unit seven, three, one. Yeah. You're going to so, learn today. Yeah. At least this should be, this is something that people should know about because it is horrible and should never be. Re- it's one of those things that in history that it should be taught because it should never be repeated type of thing. Yeah. So essentially, um, for those of you who don't know, Japan started to, in World War II, the Imperial Japanese Army started to spread out and increase its, what it's called, its sphere of influence in the Pacific, and a lot of that included invading China. And after they invaded China and occupied a lot of the cities, uh, they set up what is called the Army Epidemic Prevention Research Laboratory. And so... The Emperor sets up Surgeon General Shiro Ishii, who's the main douchebag who we're going to talk about. (laughs) So he organized the secret research group, which would be Unit 731, for various chemical and biological experimentation in Manchuria. He got the idea in 1930 after a two-year study abroad trip. And he, I guess, got the impression that Western powers were developing programs in biological and chemical research. That was a way different study abroad that he took. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Most of this would happen in Zhongma Fortress. It's a prison or experimentation cap in, this is a tough pronunciation, Beine, a village 100 kilometers south of Harbin in the South Manchuria Railway. In autumn of 1934, a jailbreak happened that would basically shut it down because there was a lot of destruction to it. And that's when General Shiro was allowed to move in and set it up. So we got spooky lab set up. Yep. So basically in 1936, they start to put together the Epidemic Prevention Department. And from August 1940, the units collectively known as the Epidemic Prevention and Water Purification Department of the Kwatong Army. Or Unit 731. So basically that's just a lot of me talking about nonsense of how this was set up and how it was kind of masked as this research for like anti-epidemic. They're basically saying that they're setting up like a CDC. Yeah. When really it was much darker. A special project codenamed Maruta was set up. And this was using human beings for experiments. Test subjects were gathered from a surrounding population and were sometimes referred to euphemistically as logs, which is fucked up. So they would say, like, how many logs fell today in the forest? Yikes. If people did not survive the experiments. Oh, yeah, that's what Maruta means. And basically, it was a joke by the staff, but also because the facility was, they told everyone around 
there, like the locals, that it was a logging facility, like a lumber mill. Yikes. Which I don't know how they, how did like, yeah. <laughs> how do you not know that if logs aren't going in and out of this place? Yeah, right. You know what a logging facility looks like. Not that I'm sure they were an occupied power. I'm not sure they had any yeah, that's a good say point. or time to really look into it. <laughs> Some more fucked up stuff that the Japanese army at this point was doing was they published a lot of their research in peer-reviewed journals, and they got away with this by not saying they experimented on humans. They said they experimented on Manchurian monkeys Yikes. or long-tailed monkeys. Which is so fucked, so up. fucked up. They would basically take in anyone that they deemed was like suspicious activities in the area. And this was infants, men, the elderly. Infants? Women, pregnant women. What is what is suspicious about? What is an infant doing that you're like, I don't know about this one. He might be up to no good. I have absolutely no idea. So they're really just taking anyone they can that is that is they're preying upon it's a citizen horrible they did vivisections do you know what a vivisection is isn't that when you cut open through the center and like yeah basically the person's alive yeah and this is at the time was done without anesthesia and they would do it to remove organs or study i guess how people like they bled out when they were cut open who would have thought? Horrifying stuff. And it almost always ended with the victim dying, obviously. There's no anesthesia or anything. Shit. Um, they would amputate limbs again to, I guess, they just, well, not justify, but they said that they were studying blood loss for, like, the war effort and how, like, Turns out if you cut a, a person all the way up <laughs> and take out their organs, too much blood gets lost. It's not great. <laughs> Breathing gets yeah. really hard. <laughs> Without lungs that we've taken out. It's estimated that a thousand Japanese personnel were actively involved in all of this. Jesus. So a lot of people knew about it. This wasn't just like one mad scientist. Yikes. Onto the biological warfare part of it. A lot of it would be testing with different diseases and how they could give it to the people who they're experimenting on. This included like letting loose fleas that had the bubonic uh, plague in them. Yikes. Giving Where them, the fuck are- <laughs> giving them clo- uh, basically like there's local towns and they would launch biological attacks secretly by putting in their wells like anthrax, anthrax. I don't know why I couldn't say that. Typhoid, dysentery, cholera, and, like their drinking supplies or nearby rivers. Now, what and- are they trying to figure out with like they know what dysentery? Like that's not new, you know? No, it's like I think they're looking at ways power to weaponize it. I guess. I would guess, especially since this is like... War effort based. Yeah, and this is in like the later 40s too, during which a lot of this took place, where you see the Japanese Empire getting more and more desperate as they lose power. Even they found like after World War II, the Allies found out that during the final months of World War II, Japan was actually planning to use uh, a bubonic plague weapon against san diego california jesus that's fucking terrifying it was scheduled and ready to launch on september 22nd 1945 but luckily japan surrendered five weeks earlier oh my god there's actually debate as to whether or not american spies got word of this and if this is part of the decision making for truman on it was harry truman right to drop the bomb 
Mm. Or the bombs, I should say. The bomb, the bomb, digger, digger. Like he, they heard that they had biological weapons. Gotcha. Plague fleas infected clothing and infected supplies encased in bombs were dropped on various targets to test them in China, which is so fucked up. And it was estimated to have killed at least 400,000 Chinese civilians. Yeah, 400,000. Yeah, that's a lot. And like, I've Jesus. never heard of this. That's, yeah. that's what blows my mind. Yeah, it's there's a lot of experimenting that you can like there's a lot of different things <laughs> dude that's just like half of it i haven't even yeah got, they tested grenades uh on people flamethrowers chemical weapons that would basically asphyxiate the target bayonets and knives what what test do you need to do that a knife works i don't know yeah, to like, know that that sharp cut skin good like wh- <laughs> what the fuck do you need sharp do cut skin good true hashtag Check <laughs> sharp cuts game good they did frostbite testing they would basically put them in like an ice truck and freeze them to death syphilis testing in which they would actually force uh, prisoners to have sex with each other between infected and non-infected people jesus and in some cases women were actually forced or raped to get them pregnant so that way that you could do experiments on a pregnant person that's so fucked up. It's so messed up. And like, again, I don't, the thing that I should have looked up, I don't know if there's like a Nuremberg trials version for Japan. I'm sure there was some kind of thing, but I don't know what it is. Gotcha. That uh, should be, all of them should be just, just get, just throw them in a, throw them in a river. Yeah. Just throw it's them the kind the of thing that like makes me hope there is a hell. <laughs> yeah. Cause I'm going to be pissed if they're like, I die and I get the same death that these assholes got. Yeah. Well, good thing we're here on this Christian podcast and Amen. we're here to talk to you guys. Amen. Amen. Amen, brother. Amen. Okay. So there was the Tokyo War Crimes Tribunal. Heard only one reference to Japanese experiments with poison and serums on Chinese civilians, though. Took place in August of 1946 and was instigated by David Sutton, who was an assistant to the Chinese prosecutor against the Japanese team at the time that committed the war crimes the japanese argued that the claim was vague and uncorroborated and (laughs) dismissed for lack of evidence unfortunately it was not further pursued because apparently the assistant of the chinese prosecutor david sutton was probably unaware of unit 731's activities and it would not come out till later Mm. which is Fucked. So just, yeah, listeners, just know that um, terrible things happen. And people probably got away with it more than they should have. Yeah, that's... <laughs> and that's Ain't Unit that 731. And, <laughs> and all of these stories are meant to highlight how fucked up... Well, the first one, Stanford Prison Experiment, is, like I said, it's tame compared to these other ones. In that it highlighted a darker side of humanity, but it was still intervened in before anyone got seriously hurt. And I don't think the intent of it at the beginning was that anyone would get hurt. Okay. The monster study, I would say is a step above that where it was a blatant disregard for the welfare of an experiment tease. And I still think it's suspect that he chose to do it on orphans. That is definitely suspect. And that he knew it was going to have negative effects. That being said, all of the orphans lived through it. Although, and they did some of them 
had psychological effects. It's nowhere near what Unit 731 did, where it was a blatant, racially charged... Yeah. What they justify as a war effort to basically figure out on the civilians how to better kill people. Mm, that's... And I think... See, yeah. Human experimentation <laughs> as a whole should, is bad and macabre. <laughs> That's what I take away from my research And here. in conclusion, it's bad. <laughs> it's not cool, dude. Yeah, Unit 731 is truly a horrific thing that you can read up on all sorts of super effed up uh, experiments that were done. And it's just a, a, a solid trend in human uh, existence of just really being terrible, terrible creatures. Yeah, it makes me it makes you realize like World War Two was really, I'm sure there was atrocities because war results and stuff on both sides, and you have like Japanese internment camps in America and stuff. But like overall, it it really seems like a good versus evil type of thing. Yeah, <sighs> it's a uh, which is nuts. Just, yeah, between Nuremberg trials, shit, the Holocaust. Unit 731, yeah. like, oh my god. What a time to be alive that that was going on in the world and in fucking world powers. That's, uh, that's, hey. If you want to... <laughs> hey, that's one more of macabre, Shit. That's why you come here. Hey, that's why you came here. You wanted to hear some macabre. We brought it for you. <sighs> Check out... <laughs> So if you like hearing about human experimentation, subscribe, like, rate. subscribe, <laughs> tell your friends, unsubscribe, resubscribe. This is the 30th episode. Oh my gosh, it is. Number hey. 30. Number Big three. Number zero. 30. 30. Doing the same, doing something for 30 weeks, uh, is a, it's something, you know? Yeah. I've never kept to like a diet for that. So yeah. I was going to say, imagine going to the week instead of this, we just went to the gym. We would be huge. Start a fitness podcast. Ooh, spooky fitness with guy bippers and Tony flump. I can't think of a pot. Well, hold on. You lost me at fitness, but then you got me back at Tony flump. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I figured you were Tony. I was definitely guy bippers. I'm a big Tony flump guy. <laughs> I mean, he's a, he's an icon. So, anyway. Any questions? There it is. <laughs> any any class? Class. Is everybody just feel drained? Because <laughs> I, I do. I kind of feel dra- emotionally drained. It's also like, I f- it's funny we have like these subjects where there's open-ended mysteries. And it's like, oh, what do you think yeah, happened? Right, like stuff right. like that. Room for discussion. And then there's ones where it's just us laying out like, evil shit happened. Here it yeah. is. Here it is. Eat it. I, enjoy it. You like <laughs> macabre? Be- I'm gonna make you smoke a whole pack of macabre. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh boy. How, That's, so, that was, uh, today was a whole pack. How's your kid? <laughs> oh, she's good. Oh, that's good. I've been yelling at her for stuttering, but besides that, it's been good. <laughs> um. Yeah. You make her so, dress up like a guard, and you're a prisoner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's. Hasn't figured that part out yet, though. She's not good at it. <laughs> she hasn't sprayed you down with a <laughs> <laughs> fire extinguisher yet.
So that's Monday Morning with Cobb for this week. Hope you follow liked us it, on our. Listeners. Hope you liked it. <laughs> Please like <laughs> follow, it. <laughs> follow us on uh, socials: Twitter, MM Macabre Pod, Instagram, Do Monday it. Morning Macabre, and again, and then check out MondayMorningMacabre.com and send us your, uh, you know, what what do you want to hear? Yeah, tell, tell your friends. Thanks tell again to loved ones. author Ryan Benson for that awesome uh, monster study recommendation. Something I never heard about, or read about, or learned about. And then thank you again to the Free Encyclopedia Wikipedia. Um, If you want a digested amount of information for any of those things, just check them out. There's a lot. Especially Unit 731. I barely went into like, man, it it got ugly real fast. Yeah. And also there's a 2015 movie on the Stanford Prison Experiment as well. Nice. So uh, have a a good Monday. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, have a good Monday. Hey, amen. (laughs) Praise up. (laughs) Goodbye. Bye.